0: and welcome back to Bitter Breakups. My name is Elizabeth. Here is where I tell you about the craziest, funniest, and maybe even scariest relationship stories I've ever heard. I got permission to share this story from a very close friend of mine. I was by her side while she went through a lot of the ups and downs and I was given permission to use real names and locations in this story since she no longer lives in the same town. It was the start of 10th grade. Sarah and I were best friends. We were basically inseparable. She is more like my sister. A few months into the new school year, a new kid named Michael started at the school. He was a senior. He was 18 and he looked like a bad boy. Sarah instantly had a crush on him. She was very outgoing and wasn't shy at all, so that day at lunch, she invited him to sit with us and to hang out that weekend. He accepted, and from that day forward, they were always together. They became the couple that everyone thought would be together forever. Although they had their ups and downs, they were on and off, but always came back to each other. They never went to anyone else, even if they were separated. The last day of school, Michael asked Sarah to go on a road trip with him. He was going to san diego to celebrate him graduating of course she said yes but had to find a way to convince her parents to let her go after hours of begging they finally agreed to let her go with him as long as she updated them twice a day so they knew she was safe sarah was so excited this was going to be her first big road trip with the guy she loves that night she stayed up almost all night packing and talking to me on facetime Although she was super excited, she was also very nervous because it was a long drive and she had never been that far out of town without her parents. I made sure that she knew it was going to be okay and that she could always call me if she needed to talk. I would be there for her no matter what time it was. And she needed to enjoy her time because it was kind of romantic that he wanted to spend the summer with her. Especially since a lot of the guys that senior year They broke up with their girlfriends because they were graduating and going to college and they didn't want to be tied down. At about 4 a.m., I finally told her that it was time for both of us to get some sleep. She had a long drive in the morning and I was just really tired. She agreed and we both went to bed. The next morning, I woke up at around 11 and I texted her to tell her to have a safe drive and if she needed to, she could text me. She responded with a picture of them in the car smiling And told me they were already having a great time after about three hours they stopped at a gas station to fill up their car and got a couple of snacks the weather was great and they were having a really nice time a couple hours after that michael's phone kept going off so she asked sarah to check it to make sure that it wasn't his parents worried about him or anything and what she saw kind of made her uncomfortable It was a bunch of text messages from a guy who lives in San Diego who was talking about how it's going to be a great time. They're going to party and get drunk and it's going to be the greatest summer ever. And there was a lot of hot girls there. Sarah asked him who the guy was because he had never mentioned him before. And Michael told her that it was the guy they were going to be staying with while they were in San Diego. This made Sarah... Even more uncomfortable because she thought they were going to be staying in a hotel or an Airbnb. She thought it was going to be just the two of them. Apparently, he thought this was funny, so he laughed and said, No, he can't afford that. They're going to be staying with a guy named Robert, who is going to be his roommate when he goes down there for college. She had no idea he was going to college, nine hours away from where she lived. She just brushed it off because she didn't want to ruin the trip, and she felt special that he invited her in the first place. After a bit longer, they only had about an hour left of the drive, but it was getting late so they stopped for some dinner. While they were eating, Sarah texted her mom to let her know that she was okay and give her an update on what was going on. She told her that they just stopped for some dinner and they were only an hour away from their destination. Her mom said okay and she loves her and to be safe and have a good time. They finished their drive and arrived at Robert's house at around 10 p.m it was pretty nice house it was on the beach as soon as we got there the first thing that michael did was drink a beer and sarah kind of felt out of place because she didn't drink there weren't really many girls there it was mostly guys she went out to the front porch of the house and called me we talked for about 30 minutes before michael came out and told her that she needed to come inside and have a drink with them because it was rude not to she was a guest this made me pretty uncomfortable, so after she hung up, I texted her and told her that he shouldn't be talking to her that way, and if she gets uncomfortable and doesn't want to be there, let me know or let her mom know, and one of us will come get her or find her way home. She said she was fine, and it was just a guy thing. She didn't mean to make me worry, and he, she doesn't think that he meant anything rude by it. After that, I didn't hear from her for almost two days later. She called me crying and telling me that she needed me to buy her a Greyhound ticket so she can get home and told me not to tell her mom. She didn't want her mom to worry or to be upset. She wouldn't give me any details or tell me what happened. She just told me to promise her that I wouldn't say anything to anyone and that I would pick her up from the station when her bus arrived. I agreed and I told her that I would buy the ticket and to let me know when she was getting close so I can make sure I'm out of the station when she arrives. It took about 16 hours on the bus for her to arrive. And when she got in the car, I could tell that something bad had happened. But she still didn't want to talk about it. She just wanted me to take her to my house. She didn't want anyone to know she was back, including her parents. She stayed with me that night, but wouldn't talk to me about anything that happened. Every time I tried to ask her, she just told me she didn't want to talk about it. The next day, she went home and didn't text me at all. We had one week left of summer and then it was back to school. Sarah didn't talk to me for the rest of that week, and even when we went back to school, she still didn't talk to me. She kept her distance from everybody and didn't want to talk to anyone. I feared something really bad had happened because she changed. A couple weeks into the school year, we were in science class, and all of a sudden, Sarah gets pulled out of class, but no one knows why, and after that day, All her social media was deleted, and she never came back to school. Her phone was shut off, and it was just like she disappeared. I tried to message Michael and figure out what was going on, but he wouldn't respond. It wasn't until four years after I graduated high school that I finally figured out what happened. I found Sarah on Facebook finally, and I asked her what happened because I missed her, and I was really worried. She told me that the third night that she was in San Diego with Michael, they were all drinking she gave in and decided to just have a good time they were all happy and things were going great and then Michael and all the other guys started to do coke that made her extremely uncomfortable so when she said she didn't want to do it Michael told her she was a buzzkill and that he wished she didn't come she got really upset and just went to the room to go to bed A couple hours later, she woke up to Michael, Robert, and another guy, all standing over her, taking her clothes off. Robert and the other man, whose name she did not know, held her down while Michael raped her. While screaming and crying for him to stop, he just smacked her and told her to shut up. She eventually stopped fighting and just waited for him to stop. Once he left, she got dressed, grabbed her stuff, and left. She walked to the nearest Greyhound station and called me. She felt betrayed and disgusted. She felt like nothing she ever knew about him was real. She felt like the last year of her life was wasted. She was afraid to tell me what happened because she knew that I was going to be very angry and didn't want me to do something stupid. When she got home, she told her parents and they contacted the police. Eventually they decided to move out of the state because she didn't feel safe anymore. Michael ended up going to prison and so did the other two guys. She was afraid that when he got out of prison, they would come after her for what happened because it was technically her testimony that got them arrested. Once they moved, she couldn't tell anyone where she was going because she didn't want to put anyone at risk. She apologized to me when she didn't need to. I told her that she had nothing to apologize for and that I'm sorry that that happened to her. I would never have imagined that he would do something like that to her. Today, she's happy and engaged. She doesn't let what happened to her control her. She is a survivor, and she is incredibly strong. If you would like to share your story, please email me at realbitterbreakups@gmail.com, at gmail.com or on Instagram at realbitterbreakups. Thanks for listening.